Because I have a dream. And staggered by the winds of police brutality. You have been the veterans of creative suffering. The ballot or the bullet is to either ignore them or to deny them without giving And we stand together to win the war. Welcome, 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 one, welcome all, welcome Erwin to the Wild Wild World podcast. We back. It's mm-hmm. your boy, Kellen, Kellen Ardott out here with your other boy, Will Ara Horn over there on the other side of the border. What up though, Will? Put the R in there, right? Doing good, man. Living life, you know. We back. Hopefully staying. But we here. Oh, we sticking around. Don't get it twisted. We sticking around. We know it's been a little shaky. You know, we haven't been hitting y'all week to week to week like we have been previously. You know, we got holidays and life and all sorts of situations and circumstances coming up. But we back. We here. We here for y'all. No for doubt. your pleasure, for your enjoyment, for your entertainment, and also to drop these knowledge jewels on your dome. So, so appreciate y'all joining us. Um, well, so I know you say you're living life. That, that's all. Are you doing okay, though, man? I got I to check in with you here uh, before we go ahead and get started. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm literally living life, man, just uh, day by day. That's all you can do out here, man, day by day. It's a crazy world, so. It is a wild, wild world, as we say. Uh, well, look, I'm glad that you out here living life day by day, still doing okay. We ain't reading about you in the news or anything like that. I ain't had to send you no bail money. So, you know, things are going okay, clearly. Right, keeping my Twitter feed clean, you know, oh, checking yeah. those things. The ba- the basic rules we pass out, you know. Ba- the, the the basic uh, rules of life that we, Wild Wild World podcasters have to adhere to. Don't get fired, <laughs> you know. Based off of the bad tweets. Yeah, don't get fired <laughs> off of your tweets. Don't get fired off of what you say out here. Although, look, someday, one day, maybe we do get fired off of what we say here because we got to keep it real. But, uh, you know, I don't think Fair. we hold any viewpoints that are going to get us fired from too many places, you know, unless we work in somewhere we ain't got no business working in the first place. So, yep, yep. on that front. But, you know, me, look, me, myself, and I, we, I'm doing okay over here on this side of the border. We, as you say, living life, we, we've been dealing with that polar vortex. Polar vortex went, went, went came and went you know people were throwing frozen jeans in the air and you know having boiling water freeze and all that stuff and so it was negative a million and a half degrees outside for a couple days so stayed inside had some days off of school you know being a teacher that i am had some days off of work which is kind of backfiring on us now because now we're finding out all these other days uh that we're either going to be off days or uh or just training days and all this stuff now we having full days of school so um you know we we do got to make up for that but you know we got done with that polar vortex and what are we getting out will be a freezing rain and, and ice on the ground and all sorts of nonsense. So it's just warm enough where, you know, it, it's not snowing, but just cold enough where, where that rain is, you know, freezing immediately upon hitting my car or the ground. So, you know, fun yeah. times out here. Welcome to the Midwest. Welcome to the wild, wild, wild Midwest. So, uh, so yeah, but look, hey, well, before we get started, like, before we get into the meat, of things that's a pun that you'll get in a moment uh before we get into the meat of things though we do just want to let you guys know about a wonderful sponsor of ours called only packs so look there's a creative wave that's moving through your area secure the bag secure your belongings secure your purpose and discover your story 
with only that's O-N-L-I. Only is a budding startup providing unique backpacks and athleisure to meet the modern fit. So whether you're on a hike, in the classroom, or in transit, you only have one option. So visit onlypacks.com. Again, that's only with an I or only underscore shy on Instagram for more information. So definitely go ahead and check that out. I got my only pack gear. Will, you got your only gear. Yep. Um, so, you know, we definitely believe in the product. So we rock it ourselves. So um, please, please, please check those guys out. So, Will, look, you know, before we get into even more into the meat of things, I got a question for you because uh, th- this question has been, been kind of bopping around on uh, on social media, at least, you know, my social media feeds. Um, my wife in particular uh, asked this question and, you know, she's very passionate about this. So I got to ask you uh, something, <laughs> Will, that I need to know because I'm going to judge you on it based on your answer. Oh, joy. Very serious question. You ready? I'm always ready, man. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. So, Will, the question is drums or flats? Hmm, I think it's flats, man. That's what I got to go with. That's my boy right there. That's my uh, boy. Past, I knew past. I liked you for a reason. I All knew right. I liked you. I feel like I feel like drums is overrated, man, because flats got the there's more meat, there's better flavor in a flat. I, I you know, that's the facts. It, it's it's got to be fast. Look, it dry it drives me crazy. All these people out here talking about drums, 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 and I'll admit some years ago, like I was, I'd be wanting to be like, I don't care either way, you know what I'm saying? Chicken is chicken, you know, I like the wing, I like no matter, whatever, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And actually, my wife put me on it, and then I started actually diving in, and I realized, like, she is so correct. You are so correct, Will. Like you said, one, more meat in the flat. Two, anybody that cooks, like if you're if, if you an amateur grill master, if you like steak or whatever, if you like food in general, you know that meat in particular is always better when it's on the bone, right? Okay. Yeah. Cooking the next like that bone as like I don't know if it's flavor it has flavor I don't know exactly how the chemistry of the science works but we all know a ribeye on the bone is gonna taste better than a ribeye off the bone right just always and I know some people got weird issues with food where they're like I can't eat meat off a bone okay whatever that's your life go ahead and live your life how you want to live like a terrible life though you ain't gonna like either one of these so point is I know the drum got you know one bone in the middle but but the flask got the two bones there right so it's, it's more flavorful. Dived right in between it, you know what I'm saying? You get it's it's better. It's way exactly. better. Exactly. In every bite, you're getting a little bit of the skin, and you're getting a little bit of meat. You know what I'm saying? You peel yeah. it off. You can all, like you can clean it off better. Every in every way, shape, or form, the flat is better. I feel like the only people that like drums are just lazy chicken eaters. Like you got to be lazy. You know what I'm saying? It's easier to eat. You ain't got to do. You ain't got to put no work in. So you get less reward, but you put less work in. So you know, if, if you're a drum person out there, you're lazy. I'm sorry. You know, at at me if you want to. But yeah. We need to put that poll on Twitter. Let them know. That's the people thinking. But you already know our opinion. Hey, you know our opinion. But look, I- I'll be like uh, Steven Crowder with the sign up there in the-, in the coffee mug. Change my mind. Flats are better than drums. Change my mind. Let's see sure. if you can do it. I doubt it. But this is what <laughs> it is. This is what it is. So on that note, on that note, let's, uh, let's dive into it. It's crazy out of here. You really are crazy. Let go. So, the thing with this crazy out here is, it's not. It's so crazy that it's 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 depressing. Like it's not a fun. It's crazy out here. Which oh, I know wow. we okay. said. I know we said we were going to try and keep this crazy out here fun. Man, we got to find a way to tell the people the type of world we living in. Like we just got to keep it keep one hundred. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, so, shout, shout out to Armor Bear Kevin 
<laughs> his catch out, catchphrase out here, <laughs> catchphrase. Hey, it's real life out here. It's real life out here. <laughs> he does say that all the time, though. Shout all out to Kevin. Real, real life out here, man. Show, show love to it. But uh, yeah, so it's crazy out here. So listen to this. So we know about the murder of Trayvon Martin happened back in 2012, right? R.I.P. At the hands of George Zimmerman, who was acquitted on the basis of some garbage self-defense, even though he went after him. But we're not going to talk all about that. But he sold the gun that he killed Trayvon with on an auction site. And it sold for $250,000. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So this, this is why I feel like we need to let the people know about this. This shows what type of, what type of country and that you can murder children. You can then get away with it and then make money off of it. Who buys a murder weapon for $250,000? And look, not even a murder weapon. I mean, there, there's some things that are historical artifacts or whatever. Like if you want to say it's the gun that, you know, was used to assassinate Abraham Lincoln, that's morbid, but you know, okay. At this point, you know, in the game is it's historical or whatever. This was a gun used to murder an innocent child, like an innocent teenager yeah. by a known racist fool. So yeah. anybody that's purchasing that gun, I don't care if you bought it for a dollar or you bought it for $250,000, you're a sick person. Um, and that's just, that's just what it is. Um, yeah, but well, I don't know what else to say about that. <laughs> it's, it's tough. So let me give you a little bit more on it just to, to fill out the picture, right? So the gun itself, right, just the gun by itself is like a $350 gun. So you're you're paying because of what it was used for. You're not paying because of, of the value of the weapon, right? And then Zimmerman's the one making this money. He's the one who sold it. It's not like somebody else had it. Like So the murderer is making the money, and he claims that he's going to use the money to get this to help fight off Black Lives Matter violence against law enforcement officers because that's a thing. Yeah, that's apparently a thing. Yeah, th- this dude is gone. Um, and, <laughs> and claiming to use the money for a non-existent problem is, is even more ridiculous. I mean, what somebody named the, the violence against police that has been carried out in the name of Black Lives Matter. And before you talk about the, the shooting that happened in, what was it, Dallas or Houston? Dallas, um, yeah. Dallas, um, that was done by a gentleman that was in no way, shape, or form. Um affiliated or associated with Black Lives Matter. Um, <laughs> if I remember correctly, it actually spoken against that movement. So, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, look, this is a sick individual. Obviously, the gun was purchased by other sick individuals, and clearly other sick individuals were involved in bidding. Otherwise, they would have right. got up to $250,000. So there was at that's- least one other sick individual involved in this situation that we don't know of. Right, and that's what I'm saying. What's so crazy about it is there's multiple people who somehow find this okay, right? And including the auction site that decided they were going to hold this auction. Hey, you know, right? That when this is literally, you know, uh, even though it's not light, I mean, it really just makes me say it's crazy out here, man. It's, right. it's a wild world, and this ain't even branding. This is just this is this is my reaction. It's it's a wild world we live in, man. Um, where people take such joy and pleasure in the murder of a black teenager um, that 
they're willing to put all, you know, spend this money. And it's sad that there's people with that amount of money to spend. <laughs> right. This, this level of pleasure in, in, in such a thing. Um, Cause you know, they, you know, you can claim that, you know, sometimes some, some of these things are purchased as investments because you know, people believe they'll be worth something later, but the type of people that will be purchasing this thing are interested in this type of, uh, I don't know, memorabilia, whatever you want to call it. Um, are always going to be sick people, you know? So, you know, even if this is somebody that's trying to claim that they're going to purchase this as an investment, it's just an investment. So you can sell it to sick people. It's like buying Nazi memorabilia, a paraphernalia to sell it to other Nazis, you know? (laughs) So you don't get a pass from me. Yeah. That's, yeah, there's not a whole lot to say because it's, it's just crazy. The level that, that we celebrate violence and, blatant racism uh, there was even to, to add the last little piece to it there was a, a fake bid for 65 million dollars on it oh, under, wow. an, under an account uh, named racist McShoot face internet nerd alert <laughs> yeah. that's that racist McShoot face okay yeah so I don't know <laughs> I don't know the intent, but it's a screwed up situation all along and it, it shows you the state that we're in that this, that somebody will host this to bid, that somebody would buy it for this out, insane amount of money, and that the murderer can make the money and then say he's spending it on a fake problem. America, the beautiful. <laughs> that is, that is. That's the world we live in, baby. Unfortunately, but look, 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 look. You, we can't be depressed. This whole, this whole show will. We, <laughs> we, we got to pick it up a little bit. <laughs> we'll see what we can we'll see what we can do but yeah that's yeah, a little bit we'll leave it at that we want your listeners to know that in case you missed that um but yeah let's get let's get into something that's uh curious but also i don't know it makes me mad too we'll figure it out about <laughs> your, your boy your boy 21 savage my boy i, I don't know if i could say no. your boy or my boy i'm not really a. I haven't been a fan of the music necessarily i I'm sure he's an all right guy, but I'm not bumping 21 Savage. Um, but he got a forehead tat, and I ain't judging him for it. But you know, he got a forehead tat. The face tattoos are in, man. We we <laughs> should we should start the investment. That's the new thing. We get get some under the eye, you know. But hey, all right, dude, no, I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a whole other thing. But but here's, here's the story. 21 Savage um, is been detained by ICE. Mm-hmm. Because he's British. The Atlanta rapper is British. So there's multiple things we could talk about here. Uh, What's your What's your initial reaction, though, Kellen? (laughs) That's my initial reaction. (laughs) It really threw me off. (laughs) That's stupid. Oh, that's, that's my initial reaction. That is stupid. And then my second reaction is, how does it? How does this happen? How? <laughs> so I was at first. I thought, you know, maybe this is a kid. Maybe he was born in England or something, and they never got his papers right. But apparently, my man came over to the states as a teenager or something like that. At twelve years old, so almost a teenager. At twelve years old, and my thing is always, how how does how was this not known until now? And how do you come over from Britain at 12 and by the age of how old is he? You gotta be in you know, 26. 
26. So when did he break in the game? It's been a few years, right? About yeah. age of like, say, I don't know, 21, 22. You got yep. a forehead tat and you out here, you know, heading <laughs> Atlanta rap. And nobody mentions or knows that, that, yo, this dude is actually British. Not that there's anything wrong with being British, but how does nobody notice? Right. So that's what I'm saying. There's multiple conversations here. I want to talk about some of the ice situation as well, but then the situation that nobody had any clue that 21 Savage was anything but Atlanta. Like, and this to prove it, his Wikipedia page says he's born in Atlanta. And Wikipedia don't lie, bro. That's true. If Wikipedia says it, it's real. It's but, real. <laughs> no, but like in the city, look, and I ain't from Atlanta. You know, I don't really got any people in Atlanta. I've been there. Lovely place. I like to go again. So the best lemon pepper wings I ever had in my life was out of a mall in Atlanta. No, I need to go back there again. I think it's American. American Cafe, shout out there. You know, if y'all want to sponsor somebody, holler at us. Anyways, point is, you know, they flat like, right, right, right. That has, you know, this, you know, kind of strong musical tradition in particular with hip hop in recent years. And in the rap game, you know, where, where authenticity is so necessary all the time. Like, how is it that this dude has just been putting off that he's from Atlanta all this time? I mean, I get it. You grew up there as a teenager. So, yeah, sure, you're from there, quote, unquote. But, like, at some point, nobody stepped up and was like, yo, I remember this dude. He can't, he transferred into my, my, my class in middle school, and we all made fun of him because he had a funny accent. <laughs> like, like I, how did that not happen? How did, how did nobody say, like, yo, he ain't got no cousins or nothing around here? You know, like. Yo, this dude say he's from Atlanta. He just showed up on my block one day, and, like, I met him when he was 13. Like, how? I don't know. Like, you would just think that that would, you know, in, in these days when people practically uh, checking your birth certificate when you claim you're from a city as a rapper, this yeah. just trips me out that he didn't slept through the cracks this long. Well, and I think it shows you something about, especially the modern rap game, is everybody's playing characters. Like, it's all role play to me, man. Like, all of it. There's very few, like a lot of rappers that have come up in the past five years, right, are just these outlandish characters and the role, you got to play the role. And I feel like this is just part of 21 Savage's role. This yeah, like rap. Takashi and all that stuff, supposedly, you know. The- yeah, yeah, 6 9 all those guys, all those guys are playing some character mm-hmm. that, can't, that cannot be the real them because it's just so crazy a lot. Of, now, 21, I thought, all right, maybe it's real him, but. I don't know. It shows you something to think about the rap game. Well, it's a, you know, it, it, it's about the rap game, but it's about entertainment in general. Because I mean, let's be real; these people are playing characters because they know that you know, in order to make it big, especially in hip hop, it's largely about your persona. Right. It's not just about oh, you being a dope rapper or making good music. And even dudes that are doing that, like the J. Coles of the world, are still playing this. They're still, you know living off of their persona which is just oh i'm a, I'm a every i'm a every guy you know i'm an everyday dude like so it's still on some level a persona like back when kanye west first came like came out in the scene it, like his whole thing was he's just he's a, a regular guy he's a a student rapper you know he had a backpack on you know so like he still played into this particular role and so it doesn't shock me that these dudes are like oh look i want to make it in a rap game so like what's my persona it's like if you want to be a wrestler you got you to create a persona. If you want to be an actor, there's certain roles that you got to be able to play. Like, they look at you and say, what do you look like? Okay, you, you're going to be a bad guy. You're going to play bad guys all the time. You're going to play creepy guys all the time, or whatever the case may be. So it's just, it's, 
so I don't think it's limited to rap. It's just rap is the, for whatever reason, it's the genre of music where the fans care so much about your backstory. You know, I don't know yeah. if fans care. Like, if you're an R&B singer, they don't care about your backstory, where you come from. If you are a, a rock artist, like, I don't know if people really care, like, whether you, you come from a rich or a poor background. They just like the music you make, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's key to hip-hop is the the backstory, the who you are. So it makes sense. But also, let's let's dive a little bit into the ice part of this, man. So, like I said, he came at 12, right? Age of 12. Came over here, his parents brought him over here. Um, and then his visa expired in 2006. Hey, and you know, it's amazing how quickly he managed to lose his accent. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he caught something. I don't know. Maybe he didn't. I don't know how that works. But anyway, so his visa expires in 2006. So he was a child when he was brought here and lost his visa under none of his control. That's on his parents at that time, mm-hmm. right? In 2006. Right. So. So right now he's being detained for something that's technically not on him, but there's more to it, right? Is he applied for a new visa in 2017 and it's just been sitting there impending in the government. So they arrested him for not having a visa, which he applied for two years ago because they haven't processed it. Exactly. So, so two things here, right? This is, this is the garbage with ice, right? And I got, I got some more with this too, but this is the garbage with ice, right? is that he was a child who lost his papers as a child, and you're going to arrest him for that. And not only that, he attempted to make things right two years ago, mm-hmm. right? Hasn't been denied. It's on the government, and you're going to arrest him. Yep. So I mean, are, we out for ju- are we out for justice here, Will? Is that what we're out for? Is that what I'm we're saying out for? free 21. Wow, wow. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense to me. It's just, but and here's the other thing though. I've never heard, and maybe this just hasn't hit the news. Maybe I could be ignorant about this, right? It could just be this be news because he's 21 Savage, but I've never heard of ICE um, getting anybody from Britain or European descent at that, like that being their thing. So I'm curious. Yeah, that, is, that is interesting. Um, I'm, I'm just curious, like why, like 21 is playing a certain role that I could see ice in the government not being cool with. Right. As a, a black guy, Atlanta rapper, who's, you know, there's a lot of stigma that comes with that. Right. All right. And, and, and let's think about it. This is a guy that is, look, I'm assuming, I don't know the man's tour schedule, but I'm assuming he's traveling all over the world, right. <laughs> you know, performing and all of that. So you would think that there's other, it's like, so in order to do that, you have to have a passport. On some level, right? So uh, explain uh, explain to me how this works. I don't know. I'm assuming if you got a passport, that would mean that your visa, like, you have to have a British have, passport, right? He must have a British passport somehow. And I don't know. I, I don't know how that works. But this point is like, there's got to be some other government entities that he's dealing with or whatever, and he has managers and all these people that are involved in his career. You would think that there are other ways to handle this other than simply arresting the man, right? Right. You would well, think that go- if it's a, hey, we, hey, this came across somebody's desk, your visa ain't up to date, you might want to get that taken care of, you know? Right. Um, There's definitely the other way. Well, here's the other thing, though, is they, they arrested him with no bail. Which is crazy. Right. Because he I mean, would be granted, able to pay. Granted, I mean, sure, I'm, I guess you would say, you know, a flight, uh, a rapper who is, you know, maybe have some level of international access is, is a flight risk, but. I mean, what, but 
I, even then, like, what's the point? So, what happens? So, what happens in this situation with, with something like ICE? If you don't have your visa, or whatever, what do they do? Deport you, right? So, right. why do you care if somebody's a flight risk if they leave the con- country in the first place? You don't want them here. <laughs> so, so, I don't know. That that just seems practically like like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I don't right. Know. Well, so then if if they're so they're threatening to deport him, right? If you deport twenty one to Britain, he's got three U.S. citizen kids here. Right. So another thing ICE does is separate people from their kids and they mm-hmm. looking like they could do that here. Right. And on top of that, I mean, it just doesn't make sense. He he's applied for it and you're not going to let him bail out like any he, he was. He's not from Britain and really like, all right, maybe you're there before 12. That's significant. But you going to send him back there at 26, leave his children in the country for what? What was he doing? What was the danger? See, and this is the thing is I know tons of students who are from European descent who have come here on student visas, lose their student visa. ICE isn't after them. I'm just curious why they're after 21. Well, we already know ICE. You know, they tend to go after the, the browner people of the world. So Exactly. That's my point. I'm just trying to lead you there. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, that, that's that been established. That ICE is used not as a tool for justice, but as a as a hammer against, you know, people that, that our government deems undesirable for one reason or another and wants to get them out of the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why, look, I'm just here for them jokes about 21 Savage. I'm like, we already know ICE, ICE is a mess. And this dude, he's a wealthy dude. You know what I'm saying? I, well, I don't know if he's wealthy, but he got money. I'm sure it'll be okay uh, when, when they get this situation resolved. Um, I'm just here for the jokes. That's, why is this British okay. dude <laughs> got a face that talking about he from Atlanta? And why like, nobody from Atlanta be like, yo, man, you not really from Atlanta? Ain't nobody got no middle school pictures with you. They know, or ain't nobody got no ele- like whose fifth grade pictures are you in? Why, why? Why you say you went to you know this school or whatever? We ain't got no pictures with you in fourth grade. Where you come from? That's Where were you true. at before you moved in time, bro? What happened There's to your accent, bro? I don't, yeah, Atlanta's not holding it down in that sense. But, hey, this is good news. Jay-Z hired a lawyer for him. So, um, Hey, Uncle Jigga hold it down for you. You better appreciate that because I'm trying to figure out. Like, my man, <laughs> ain't nobody know what was going on when he was, you know, taking taking off uh, during snack time for tea and crumpets. <laughs> <laughs> or he eating, like, whole tomatoes with, with, with blood sauces for breakfast. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what's going on? See, I wonder now that now that everybody knows he's British, I wonder how that affects his next album. Right, he talking about guns instead of knives, and you know, in Britain they they just got knives attacks. <laughs> he should be out there spitting about his knife work. You know, like, I, I don't understand. I don't understand how nobody figured it out. Look, every other Atlanta rapper, people be quick to tell you, like, oh, Migos, no, they they not from Atlanta. They from whatever county. Oh, uh, oh, Jeezy, he not from Atlanta. He from Augusta or so and so. He not yeah. from Atlanta. He, he from he from College Park. You know, oh, uh, 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 Donald Glover, he not from Atlanta. He from Stone Mountain. You know, like they gotta let you know. But the fact that I know all of these places is a problem anyway, because I ain't from Atlanta, right? But. Yeah. But or near Georgia you, at all. Yeah, they quick tell you where all these dudes is from, but this fool is from Britain, Great Britain, the UK. <laughs> and I don't know if I know. Or they, they just don't know what Canada though. I don't know. That thing tripped me out. Look, I remember I remember uh you know, we we out here in the Chicago area and there was some some dude on, on CNN or something. I don't remember what it was. He was on some news show, and they were talking about 
quote unquote violence in Chicago or something. And he was talking about, well, I live in Chicago. And so yada, 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 yada. And people jumped all over him like, this dude ain't from Chicago. He from Everston. Like, yo, Everston literally borders Chicago, right? But people yeah. from the from the shy was real upset. You know what I'm saying? They was like, yo, you can't be claiming Chicago if you from Everston. Even though it's, you literally cross Howard Street and you from, go from Chicago to Everston, you can't claim the shy if you from Everston. This dude is claiming Atlanta. He from Great Britain. <laughs> he from an island halfway across the world, and everybody just gave him a, gave him a pass. That trips me out. Yeah, I'm not quite sure that happened either. He's really, <laughs> really good at blending in. Like he blended in for a long time before he came out with 21 Savage or people. All his homies really let him off the hook. Like, all right, we got this big secret. We gonna keep it secret. He must so have he, just told folks he was homeschooled. That <laughs> and everybody just shrugged their shoulders hey, that and believed. Been it. Yeah, that could have yeah. been it. And he the only uh, child of only children, uh, uh, you know, only child of only children. So he ain't got no cousins or nothing. Like he just, he just here. But hey, and the whole family must have fell in place too, because they go to go to your mama, mama house. You know, they check the accent. I don't know, I don't know. But well, I'm, <laughs> I'm, done, I'm done with this. But um, yeah, it's a tri- the whole situation is a trip. So it is. It is. I'm laughing at it. So I ain't got nothing else to say. <laughs> in that case, I'm saying free twenty one. There's some funny. Uh, we'll see. We'll see uh, what happens. It's an interesting situation, but Jay Z's involved, so hey, we see. We we should see if only only packs can go ahead and print us out a free twenty one hoodie. <laughs> you know let let's get on this. Hey, let's let's get on this. You know what I'm saying? We can start the movement. The free twenty one hoodies. Let's somebody get, let's somebody already had to start that on Twitter. I'm sure. I don't know. Look. If they did, maybe we'll collaborate. But until then, you know, you come back next week. Check us out, kingdomdreaming.com. And uh, <laughs> and we're going to have that merch on there. You know what I'm saying? So free 21 all, t-shirts. Yeah, free 21. You all, know? Right, all right. All right I feel it. I feel it. But let's, uh, with that, let's move on to another uh, interesting topic. I don't know. topics. More topics. I don't even, I don't know if I can call this interesting. I, I just debate what to call some of these things because they're so, it's so wild, man. This the stuff that happens as well is stupid. But you call it a wild, wild world, Will. Hashtag. Hashtag wild, wild, wild world. There you go. Brandy Game Strong. So let's talk about let's talk about your man Liam. He ain't my man. I don't know if he's yours. The nieces. Yeah, yeah, I and I'll be straight, man. I've never actually liked him. I hated all the taken movies, so Wow. I really did. That's, that's a strong honest, take. That's honest to God truth. I hated the taking movies, man. That, that's a strong. That's a strong opinion. You coming out the game? I'm gonna just come out and say I've never sided with this dude, but this makes it even worse. Not even Raz Al Ghul. N- nothing, bro. I don't like him. I ain't feeling it, man. Not so, even whatever nerd he was playing in Star Wars. That's deep. That's heavy. Um, hell, that that's not. Ah, that's whatever. I man. call I call it a Jedi a nerd. Somebody's gonna send me an angry email. I'm sorry. Yeah, Star Wars is <laughs> Not rock with us anymore for that one, but um, we'll show the love. So, uh, t- tell us a little bit more about this, Kellen. T- tell us about this story since uh, you at least appreciate some of his movies. I mean, I mean the niece is, is apparently a murderous racist. That's, you know. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, the beauty of the podcast medium is that I fully expect anybody that's like, I don't know what y'all talking about. Feel free to pause and, and Google it right quick. I mean, I will break it down because I don't want y'all to pause Google and not come back, right? But that, long story short, your boy Neeson's, uh, shout out Ken Peel, uh, the Neeson's, uh, <laughs> um, did an interview 
the other day. And see, well, you put me on the spot. I don't have it up in front of me. But essentially, uh, he was talking about how a close relative of his back in the day, he didn't, I don't think he said exactly when this was, but he said some years ago, um, made it sound like a long time ago, a relative of his essentially had been sexually assaulted or might have explicitly said rape, I don't recall. Yeah, he and, said rape, yep. Yeah, he said rape. And so uh, essentially he was expressing his deep rage and angst and anguish at this thing that had happened to someone close to him and he asked the per- asked them if they knew who did it they said no he asked them if they, if they knew what they looked like or race and she said he was a black man and so the nieces at the time um i guess in his angst and, and fury to, uh, he did this and he you know, told this in this interview recently that he apparently went to different parts of the city. I think this was when he was still in Ireland. Um, Different parts of the city where black people were known to frequent or live and essentially wandered around hoping and wishing for some random black individual to essentially try him um, so that he could beat them. And as he said, kill him. So basically his relative got raped tragic you know obviously tragic situation and all he knew was that this it was by a black person and so he decided to go around and hope and wait for some random black person to try him so that he can kill them just you know by being guilty of the crime of being black um and so Liam then, you know, went on to say that uh, during this interview that, you know, he he stopped himself and realized how wrong he was. Not, mind you, because it's wrong to try to murder a random black person because the crime of one, but because he shouldn't have been, you know, in the murderous rage in the first place. And essentially, you know, he was wrong for wanting that vengeance. He wasn't wrong for basically making all black people guilty of the crimes of one. But he was wrong for the rage and you know the the blood he sought right that's, yeah i that's so crazy because uh yeah, that's wild, like this dude literally was like, yeah, I was just out here chilling, looking to kill the first black guy I had to run in because of this, like that's yeah, I don't, I don't even know how to. Like no matter what, if you're you're out there, one you you got an issue if you're out there just like waiting to kill somebody. Period. Like you just out here sitting waiting to kill some random person to pay for something, like that that doesn't make any logical sense. But like I said, the curious question is, what would he have done the same thing if this was like, yeah, it was one of your your other Northern Irish guys who did it? That ain't even a question. Well, no, he wouldn't have. Right. If they said, I don't know, he was a white guy with red hair, he wouldn't be wandering around trying to find the first red-haired guy he, he could find to kill him. You know why? Because why. that's crazy, but also... <laughs> because yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy, but also, you don't... People, let, me, let me say this. He would not have placed that upon all red-haired white people. You know why? Because white people are human to him. Mm. Or they're, they're individuals. Uh, clearly, black people were not. Black people were not individuals. They were all guilty of the crimes of one. So just any random black guy is good enough. You know, and, and you know, we can say this because sometimes, again, if, if they look at, at upon you as kind of subhuman 
or as part of a, a problematic group or whatever the case may be, you know, it's perfectly, you could definitely justify, oh, well, you know, maybe this isn't a guy, but, you know, I'm sure he's one of those guys anyway. Or he's of the type that might have done some anyway. Or he's just, you know, a thug or whatever anyway. Now, granted, this isn't in America. This is in Ireland or England or somewhere like that. Ireland, yep. But it's clear that you don't value them as as individual human beings anyway, right? Or as a group of people. So no, he wouldn't have done this if it was if, if she had described him as a white guy. Of course not. There's not even a question. Like, and even yeah. that, even us asking the question is giving more of a benefit of doubt than he deserves. Sorry. That's fair. That's fair. I just, and I'm trying to figure out what's going through his mind as he's saying this to a interviewer. Oh, what is going through his mind? Like, why would, you know, like, cause you know, you know what, you know, that was just wrong. What does he think is going to happen? No. So here's the thing. I will. I don't think he knows he's wrong. I think he's, he thinks this is a moment of, introspection a moment of look how far how far i've grown uh, a moment of i used to th- i used to be this way and now i'm this way now i've overcome that but he doesn't mm-hmm. realize that the thing he overcame isn't even what the main problem is right he, he's talking about he overcame his, his rage and his anger right mm-hmm. that's like someone yeah. saying you know i used to be racist but then i got a my, you know my daughter started bl- dating a black guy and you know george is just so lovely and now he's my favorite person in the world and da, 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 so now i'm not racist anymore even though I used to tell my daughter, don't date a black guy because black people are this, that, and other. No, know what happened? Now you realize that George isn't like you thought all black people were. But let George bring, you know, let George invite you to a barbecue with 15 of his cousins, you know, and you're going to start thinking what you think about black people, no matter who, what those people are like. You know, so you didn't overcome your racism. You just realized that, oh, this person doesn't fit your view of what that race is. So Liam, he didn't like he's telling this story thinking that he's giving us some insight. He's thinking that this is a, an inspirational story that he's not realizing. No, 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 bro. Like it was racism that led you to be able to do that in the first place. That mm-hmm. led you to group all those people in the first place. It was definitely racism that led you feel like, you know, because he said he did this four or five times. This was not like one night he's sitting at home. Yeah, he said it was like a whole week or something. Yeah, it's not like one night you were sitting at home raging over a situation and you had <laughs> a little bit too much Guinness or stout or, you know, whatever Irish people drink. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It ain't like, and so you you, you roared, roared out into the street looking for somebody to fight. No, 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 no. You did this multiple times. And he said he went to specific areas where black people were where were or should be or whatever, right? So mm-hmm. like you know, all of that was fueled in pure, unadulterated racism. And everything that he said, he said, Well, I'm not racist now, but nothing he said beyond that leads me to believe that you're not. Right? Okay, so mm-hmm. maybe you realize it's crazy to want to murder a random black person, but you still felt it was okay to group us all into one uh, category because of this one thing done by one person. And look, I don't know his cousin or whatever, but we done seen black people in this country lynched because of the accusations of white women that weren't true. You know, Mm -hmm. we've, we've literally seen in recent years crimes being committed and people just saying, Oh, well, a black person did it. You come to find out later, it completely made that up But because everybody knows if you say a black person did it, oh, well, you know, the authorities will take you seriously, right? Yeah, and they'll find somebody to arrest, even though it has no connection. They'll find something. 
Yeah, and there there are historical examples of uh, uh, of women having affairs with people, whatever, and then claiming they were raped or, or assaulted by a black person. Now, I don't know this woman, so I'm not doubting him, but my point is he took her word for it and was ready to murder a, a, just a random black individual. If I was visiting Ireland at that point in time, whatever it was, I could have been murdered just walking down the street because Liam Neeson heard that one of his relatives was assaulted by a black man. And yeah. He doesn't realize that that is the problem. Yeah, so you no longer want to murder, but you're still willing to group us, group an entire group of people into one because of your your prejudices or whatever the case may be. And maybe he didn't, didn't even have, didn't even have previous prejudices, but he's certainly willing to dehumanize an entire group of people because of the actions, the alleged actions of one anonymous unknown person. Right. Yeah, no, I hear you, man. And it, well, and it connects, what's crazy about it too is how much this connects with so many other, like there's so many other things happening that are right in line with the same crazy stuff that Liam said. Like, uh, I'm blanking on his name. What's the actor that was just recently attacked by a group of people? Oh, uh, Jesse Smollett. Right. So, and people are like doubting that he would just be randomly attacked. Here's your example. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and now granted, I'll be real. When I heard about that story, part of me was like, yeah, there's some stuff that seems a little odd or fishy in there. But at the same time, you know, I I saw, I I will take credit for for it. And, you know, you just mentioned it. You know, some people say, hey, we're saying it's a little odd that he would, he's saying he's just randomly attacked by two you know, random white men that just jumped him because he was black and or gay. And when would that happen? And then Liam Neeson comes out and says, yeah, I was walking down the street (laughs) randomly looking to attack and kill a random black person just because of, you know, whatever his reasons were. Right. So, yeah, I guess it, you know, it it definitely makes uh, Jesse Smollett's accusations a lot more plausible all of a sudden. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, and even, even like you said, well, there's a lot going on with it because even the response to this is interesting. Y'all know me. I'm always interested in the response and the conversation around these situations. And, you know, the conversation now is, oh, well, do we, quote, unquote, cancel Liam Neeson and, and all those sorts of things. And I'll be real, like, when I first, first, first heard, heard about it, and, you know, this is before I actually dove into what he said and, you know, kind of what his, quote, unquote, um, lesson that he learned from it was, I was like, eh, well, you know, hey, look, at least he's out here being honest about things. And the reality is we know that he ain't the only one that has had these thoughts or feelings. So, you know, and I'm not about to, you know, crucify somebody for what they did years ago that they are opening up and admitting to. Um, at the same time, not, especially now I know a little bit more about it. Like, look, hey, spend your money where you want to spend your money. Support who you want to support. You know, I've always said I try to keep my entertainment Memorial separate, at least in terms of the people that are producing that entertainment. However, when they put it in your face, you know, then at that time you got to make a decision. You know, just like I don't watch Quentin Tarantino movies anymore because uh, I'm tired of him dropping random in words in everything he produces almost. So I was like, you know what, I'm done with him. I mean, I I'm gonna have a hard time, you know, watching and supporting the man, you know, any of the man uh, Neeson's movies, knowing what he did and the fact that it doesn't seem like he's actually really learned his lesson from it. Mm. Yeah. I, that's real. Like I said, I never watched him, but 
Hey, Taken was a cold movie, though. Let's be real. Taken no, was a cold movie. That was hey, a terrible movie. And you know, it, it, what's real ironic is I, I just recently was watching a movie with the nieces in them, uh, that movie Widows that came out last year. And, you know, brief spoiler alert, it's not, you know, spoiler for the whole movie, so, you know, feel free to see. But there was, you know, a, 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 a quick plot point in the movie where, you know, he, he is playing in that movie, his, his wife is... Um, Wow, I just drew a complete blank on her name. What's her name? Davis. Um, oh, oh, girl, Viola Davis. There we go. Um, so it's an interracial relationship. And there's a plot point in the movie. Again, quick spoiler alert. Go see it. That was the movie um, where um, his son has a run-in with a police officer. And his son is obviously biracial, right? Uh, so his biracial son has a run-in with a police officer. And, you know, there's some tension based on what happens from there. So I was like, it's real interesting that he just played this role excuse me, or I just saw him in this movie um, where he's a white man raising a biracial slash black child and that child then has a run-in with the police, <laughs> you know, um, that, that appears to be racially motivated and now he comes out and says this. So it's just kind of funny, you know, how that works sometimes. So. Yeah, I don't even know, man. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. But Taken was a cold movie, though. Let's not front. I don't know if I can really watch no more, but Taken. Taken was a cold movie, Will. You're speaking blasphemy, and I'm no. going to need you to get better. I'm going to need you to no. do better with your life. No, I literally hated it. I'll stand by that. I wow. I literally could not stand the movie. The only part of the movie that sucks is when the, when the daughter at the end of the movie was running to him at the airport, and she ran like... I don't know. Everything I thought to say is on PC now, so I can't say those things. But let's just say she ran in a ridiculous manner. <laughs> it is so ridiculous that it is it is burned into my mind, this girl running, which has to tell you how ridiculous it is. Why would I care how someone runs? Like, if you haven't seen Taken or you haven't seen it in a long time or you just never paid attention to it, like – pull it up, I'm sure it's on like TNT on demand or something because I always playing it. And just go to like the final two minutes of the movie and watch this girl run. It's ridiculous. It's hilarious. And for that very reason alone, Will, you should love that movie. I'm sorry. Mm, wow. Yeah. Nah. Nah. But I don't know what it is. You got anything you got anything else for the people, Kellen, before we let them let them uh, go about their day? No, nah, man. I mean, look, you know, we, I was hoping to tie in this Virginia attorney general thing, oh, uh, blackface, right. somehow, some way. I couldn't really find a natural way to tie it in. And I don't even really know if we got a lot to say about it. But, you know, um, other than the fact that it's, it's wild that these dudes um, had a yearbook for medical school where there were multiple pictures of people in blackface and people in KKK costumes, and they put this in their yearbook for the medical school. Like, how can you be so proud of your race? Oh, can, you, can you tell me what year that is again? 1984, the what? year of our Lord, 1984, the year of my birth, <laughs> 1984. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is this is after. Y'all think it was the 30s or something? Uh, yeah, no, this is 1984. This is in my lifetime. And these dudes are so proud of their racism. And then, and then the fact that my man feels like, yo, even despite this, I don't have to resign. I can still do my right. job. I'm sorry. And then he lied about it like 30 times until people kept beating it out of him. And you know what? And you know, here's the thing, Will. You know, people that go from that to truly reformed and truly seeing the error of their ways and truly, you know, being fans of justice and, you know, even if they're not on that, but just unity and all that stuff, you know what they do? They talk about it. You know, this right. dude is a politician. Does he have any autobiographies, or anything like that, where he's talking about his journey from, you know, you know, racist to uh, a race unifier? And I'm sorry. You have to be a racist to 
dress up or to, to wear blackface like that, to stand next to dude and take a cake you. Sorry, you don't get no pass from me. But if you really change, wouldn't you have been talking about it? Because isn't that beneficial even as a politician for your career? Like, look, man, I used to think like this. I used to be this person. But look, I've come I've come a long way and I don't believe in that anymore. And this is what I'm doing in my life. And this is how I'm about this, this unity and all that stuff. Those people talk about that. They're not silent. You know, it, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I don't you believe know, it. You know the politics we have now, man. This white supremacy's white supremacy's in there. It's, it's in again, bro. So, uh, mm-hmm. And guess what? He's, he's a Democrat. He's yeah, a no, Democrat. it's across party lines, man. Yeah. These mugs don't care. I, 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 look, I'm saying that for the people out there that, that think otherwise, because I know a lot of times on here we get, like, we'll talk about some nonsense that's said a lot of times, you know, some nonsense by, you know, a Republican or a conservative individual, because they say a lot of nonsense. But as I've said before, I'm not on either side of that aisle, you know. Look, I, I, I feel like I occupy a very unique space in this world, in this, this place of society. I am fairly young. I'm black. And I'm a Christian who takes my faith seriously. You know what that means? On some level, I am anti whatever either side of the aisle is saying. You know, my faith, my 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 faith puts me directly in line against, uh, you know, the Democrats and uber liberals. And my blackness puts me directly uh, across the line from, you know, the uh, the the uber conservatives, you know, what I mean? <laughs> Republicans. And so I'm right here in the middle, looking at both of them, shaking my head. You know, so I, you know, we ain't discriminating against Democrats, against Republicans. None of them. Anybody can get it here on Wild Wild World. So y'all all suck and y'all need to do better. <laughs> this man right here, right. I, I need to hear Democratic Party leaders calling for his resignation. Maybe some have. I haven't really heard that much about it. Um, but yeah, you know, yeah, I've been. But okay, so good, good, good. All these folks running for president. I need y'all to say something about it. Um so yeah, and the fact that he feels privileged and empowered enough to say, no, I'm not resigning is a trip to me. But yeah. Hey, races do what races do. That's uh that's a wild wild world. It is. It's a wild wild world. It's wild wild world. It's real life out here. Shout out Kev. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> All right, well. We'll let y'all about your day, but y'all know where to find us, kingdomdreamer.com. Catch us on the Twitters. We need to put this uh poll up about drums and flats and see uh if you can convince otherwise that flats prove me wrong. Go. You won't, but you can try. So hit us on the Twitters uh, the, at Kingdom X Dreams. You can find me at William R. Horn, H-O-R-N-E. <laughs> Had to let Kellen get a snore in, but uh, you can find Kellen at old boy underscore K underscore R. Yeah, yeah. Hit us up. Let's talk. Let's chat. Let's make things happen. 2019's a year. We, we here. We back. And uh, look out for those uh, free 21 shirts, huh? Yeah, free 21, baby. Hashtag, let's get it going. Hashtag only, free 21 only. Let's go. There it is. There it is. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, it's been a good day. It's been a good night. It's, really, it's like, it's almost tomorrow. It's so late because we are, we are on these late night Wild Wild World recordings. So, hey, man, we got life to live, man. You know, we got life to live. But we got to bring you stuff. So we're going to bring you stuff even if it's midnight. So all love for the people. Uh, Much love. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace. This has been another episode of the Wild Wild World Podcast. Make sure you support us, KingdomDreamer.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at KingdomXDreams. Show some love, subscribe, rate, review. We'll see you next time.